This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Procrastinate. Procrastination has lots of time. It has 25 hours in a day and an eighth day of the week called someday. Interesting, right? But that is true. Procrastination's busiest day is tomorrow. The day it makes major decisions, accomplishes great things, and effects important changes. Trusting procrastination to do what needs to be done? Yesterday it promised, one of these days, and today it's pledging to do it later. Yesterday it promised, one of these days, and today it is pledging to do it later. But to do it later is to do it late. And one of these days is none of these days. Have no faith in procrastination's promises or achievements. 
It will ruin your dreams. It will ruin your opportunities as well as your destiny. Do you doubt what I'm saying? Pick a Bible and check from the book of Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 to 11. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 to 11. And also Acts chapter 24, verses 24 and 25. Dear friend, to get things done, begin now. For now is the only time procrastination can guarantee. Written by Samuel Cranting Pippim. I am Bell Dollabill. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Note down this quotation and read afterwards. That is Psalm 139. Read from chapter 1 to the last verse. The verse 1 to 24. Examine yourself. Sometimes our sins can block answers to prayer. Let the prayer of the psalmist be one of yours. Search me, O God, and know my thoughts. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Remember, God is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. God knows us. God is with us. And His greatest gift is to allow us to know Him. He is ready to search you. Examine yourself. And if you cannot find anything, ask God to search yourself. And then, ask Him for forgiveness so that your prayers will be answered. God bless you. I am Belle Dollarville. Sit back and relax as we present to you a discussion on the topic, technopreneurship. This is the sixth part of the discussion, technopreneurship. Our motivation tends to be monetary. So because of that, if we are not getting, if we are re- not reaping the monetary benefits from it immediately, yeah. then we become frustrated and we give up. But if you have an idea, uh, make sure that your idea, you want to pitch your idea or you want to 
uh, turn your idea into a business venture, not because of the monetary aspect. Yeah, it's rewarding to have the monetary, but getting the idea launched and getting the idea into operation should be your main mot- motivation. Yeah. Sometimes somebody will get your idea and the way the person will present it wouldn't be as good as how if you were to present it yourself, it would be. And we lack the initiative to even think outside the box. I quite remember uh, so, uh, the, there's this group called the Unemployed Graduate Association. And trust me, I will never want to be, even if I'm not employed, <laughs> I will not want to be part of that group. Why won't you be? You are a graduate. You've, uh, this is, I believe that you've gotten the necessary educational skill to be able to start something out your, on your own. And you are sitting down in, uh, this at home and you, say you claim that you are the president of, uh, not hitting at the president, but you are even an executive member of such a, uh, such a group. <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. I quite remember somebody was interviewed on television about unemployment and she said she wasn't working. And they were asked the person, what are you doing currently? She's been out of school for more than two years. She's currently watching her uh, this is mother's uh, poultry farm. I said, are you kidding? You've done business administration from Ligon. And you are watching over your mom's poultry farm. And you think you are not employed. You, you are already behind. You can even be an employer yourself. Just by managing your uh, your mom's poultry farm, and sometimes some of these agricultural products. I think one of the we are talking about technopreneurship. Yeah. Okay, but l- let me chip this in. One of the innovative areas that people can, as graduate, people can pitch ideas or get numerous ideas is in agriculture. Right now, we are converting most of our viable lands into real estate properties, but we don't have a lot of canned foods here. We don't have a lot of preserved food here. People light goes on and off. We have smoked fish, we have tilapia, sorry, kobe, and all those other products. Those uh, products can be packaged very well. You can just get its existing technology, but you can repackage them and put them out as a new product or as an entrepreneur or new novel idea. Yeah, you know, another thing that we lack is uh, team spirit. People want to start the thing all by themselves. They feel good about it. And then, okay, Mr. Soso and so has started a business. He owns this much. He's making this much. That's all he needs. Okay, just for the fame and all those things, which is that's the way. Look at look at how it started. Um, Apple had two people started from a garage. After some time, they built into a very big company to be one of the most valuable companies in the world. Yes. Now, when you type Apple on uh, Google, you get more of machines than the fruit Apple itself. You realize it. Now, Microsoft started from that angle, not from, okay, um, Facebook started from that. WhatsApp, okay, now you have WhatsApp being bought by Facebook for, for how much? $19 billion. Okay, it is about working together and then making sure that we succeed. If I have an idea, I'm good with uh, programming. Mr. Bando is good with networking. Uh, Johnson is good with um, hardware. What prevents us from coming together? And then starting a business whilst we are in school or probably right when we, we we complete school. Even when we are working for somebody, we can still start our own businesses. And as time goes on, we graduate and then we leave other businesses and we, we, we handle ours. Okay, so teamwork is very important and it's lacking here. Okay, everybody wants to take the glory for him or himself. Everybody wants to feel important. 
And I think it's killing us. Now, you talked about the Graduate Unemployment, uh, Unemployed Graduate Association. <laughs> Assuming that those people from the association can sit down and say, oh, you're good at this, you're good at that, let's team you up. All the energy they are channeling into demonstrations and all those could have been worthwhile, you understand? And these are things that we need to look at. It's high time we sit by ourselves and then look at how we can make ourselves rich, okay, by starting our own things. There are a lot of ideas. A lot of young people have a lot of ideas. But... To materialize it is an issue. But from the brighter side, don't you think that association, it could actually help people who, who can find job? I mean, like from your brighter side, like you said, it could actually, instead of going on demonstrations, sit down and plan better things to do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So assuming they have even come together to form an unemployment graduate, uh, unemployed graduate association, look at the skills of the people who are in the group, the yeah. quali- their qualifications, group yourselves, and then start something. And that is how, that is how it works. Uh, if you don't do that every day, they go. I, I wonder what they go for their meetings, like to talk about in their meetings, how to make sure that the government creates jobs or uh, they work for somebody. And you, you get a point. It doesn't work well. But all the time they spend together, they could have done something better. All right, then. I have a wonderful gentleman. He is in the name of Thompson Joseph. He's a, he's a usual caller in there. He's going to bring the tech news to us. He's going to present it to us. So, Thompson, you're welcome. Uh, thanks, Gerald. Yeah, all right. What do you have for us this week? Uh, first of all, good evening, listeners. Actually, me being here today, it's not only different thing. Today, I'm going to change the style of taking the news. You know, our listeners keep bashing us that we read the news to them, but we don't let the panelists break it down to their level. So, today, I'm going to take uh, time to analyze most of the news we bring. We begin with the Project Arab by Google, which goes all the smartphones out there is in a market are made on the basis of preferences of the entire customer base. Instead of being consumer specific, you essentially get a, a device that is built up, keeping in mind the need of many of the people, not a single customer. But what if you have the ability to design your smartphone inside out in such a way that it's tailored made just for you? You have been listening to a discussion on the topic, technopreneurship. This episode of Tech Talk was aired and recorded on the 10th April 2014. A continuation will be brought to you later. For any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus 233-244-673528 or plus 233-244-23-5017 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana P.O. Box AF595 Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback.
Once again, we are welcome to the moment of truth. We thank our listeners for having time with us. It is the moment of truth because when we have truth, truth will set us free. So Jesus says, we've been talking about parenting, but let's try to recap briefly. We've said we should accept our children, A, B, believe in them, C, take care of them or care for our children, D, defend them, then be an example to our children. Let's forgive. Let's also guide, hug them, inspire them, journey through life with them. We should also keep our promises, love our children, we should motivate them, we should nurture them God's way, we should open up to them. Let them know whatever they are supposed to know for the upkeep. We should also pray over by laying blessings upon them, pray on them. With a special issue with our children, you should pray on them. Pray for, especially when they are not with us. You should also pray with them anytime they are with us. Quiet them. That is, you should be in control or be in charge. You should respect our children. You should respect their views. You should respect their views. When they are listening, you should listen. You should be quick to listen. So says the book of James. You should take them God's way. And you should also understand them. We have left with next four to conclude. V is validate. 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 Validate here means to value. To value. To value. Our children are precious in the sight of God. They are gift from God. When we read the book of Psalms, Psalm 113, children are gifts from God. And according to the book of Luke, children's angels always see God every move. So you should validate or you should value them. You should know that they are precious in the sight of God. Whatever it takes for us to value them, whatever it takes to appreciate them, whatever it takes to accept them, you should do. Because it's a divine commandment that you should love our children. You should validate them, value them, because they are precious in the sight of God. X, X is, you shouldn't expose our children. You shouldn't expose our children to mind. Some children may do something and they want us to correct them in privacy or in private quarters. But some of us want to make the world know that we are the parent that can beat our children wherever. It's not the best. If they do something wrong, let's call them. 
in privacy. If you do that, by the grace of God, they will listen. The point, you shouldn't expose that story so much. One of the musicians in Ghana, Nanampet, sang that, Obiabanye, no one's child is good. No one is perfect. So you shouldn't also expose them. Jesus did not expose Judas when he was stealing money. You should follow Jesus' example. Why is yearn for them? You should yearn for our children. Let us know where our children are. Because Jesus has been yearning for us. He's longing to see us, even in heaven. So I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I come again, I'll receive you unto myself. He's yearning to see us. Let's also yearn to see our children. Some parents may not know where their children sleep. Parents, let's know where they are. Because God is also asking us where our children are. There is a book, Pilgrim Progress by John Bunyan. It was about a Christian who wanted to go to heaven without his children. And the angel told him, no, where are your children? Now that they are not with you, you can't come to heaven. Parents, if you have to take this literally, most of us may lose eternity because of the fact that we didn't look for our children. It's rather pathetic. Let's yearn for them as Jesus yearns for them. Let the children come unto me for such are the kingdom of God. And finally, we should zero in. Z or Z, zero in. Zero in here, we are talking about the Father, we should focus on them. Let our children be an object of focus. We should focus on them, whatever they are doing. When they are doing their servant, we should focus on them. If they have some part of their body itching, let's focus on them. You may not know what that thing may develop into. Let's always have our attention on them. Not only their body, every part of even their studies, let's focus on them. When we give them a summit, let's make sure they are doing it. Very, very important. Now, the example I gave about Ben Carson, according to the book he wrote, Think Big, the mother told him, Ben, every week I want you to read two books and come and summarize the books to me. Friends, the mother did not even know how to read. But because the mother focused on the child, anytime he would ask Ben to come and read. And Ben became one of the big men. Now he's doing so well. And in 1987, he got international recognition from UN for being the only person who had done successfully separate two Samuel twins who were joined at the head. It began with a parent focusing on the child. So today, we've seen how we can train our children by way of valuing them. That is V, seeing that they are precious. And the Father, you shouldn't expose them so much if they do something. God doesn't want to expose us so much. That's why in the book of John, when Mary Madeline was to be stoned, Jesus wrote something down. He did not write on stones. He wrote them down so that if anything at all, our sins can be wiped or blotted away. And he didn't want anybody to see. Why do you always want to expose our children, especially with their bad deeds? This may not help us. And that why is the father should yearn always long to see our children? And when they are coming back home, especially from school, should make sure that that thing is in our mind and should express it in action by hacking them and all. And finally, you should zero in with them. That is what 
we have to say as far as today is concerned. And before I sign up, let's recap the stories of all that we've done for the week. The first day, we saw the fact that as parents, we should accept our children just as they are. Because Jesus accepted us just as they are. When we were sinners, he died for us. So you should do for our children. And B, you should believe that there is something special in them. And that they are gifts from God. And C, you should take care of them. Care for our children. And the reward will be ours from God. You should also defend them. Let's defend them. Not negatively, but you should defend them positively. And they will respect us as such. You should also be an example to our children. Whatever we are doing, parents, they are looking. Let's give them example. Let's forgive and forget. That is F. Let's guide our children, G. Let's hug our children or give them hope. Let's inspire our children. Let's journey through life of our children, no matter what. Let's keep up our promises. When we say anything, you should do so. Because for a true man or woman, we must keep our promises. And L, we said we should love our children. And M, we say we should motivate them. Motivation will help them to achieve whatever they want to achieve. To be a blessing to us and the society and the world at large. We should nurture them. We should nurture our children in God's way. We should open up to them as all. You should pray over by laying hands or blessing them. You should pray for them. You should also pray with them. Quiet them. That is, we should be in charge. R, we should teach them God's way. That is T. You should understand our children. V, you should value or validate them. And X, you should expose them so much. Y, you should yearn for our children. And finally, you should zero in or focus on our children. Jesus is always right when he says you should take care of our children. May God bless you for listening. Thank you very much. My name is Elder Bright Oseyeboa. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu dot edu dot gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>